Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The NFL's 104th season (laughs) commences in just about an hour and a half from now. Not even quite. Amber and Ian is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Ian, it is here. We don't have to talk any longer about how Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets are going to play, right? Or how Jared Goff is going to look once again. Will Russell Wilson bounce back? Is this the season finally for Dak Prescott now that Mike McCarthy is calling the plays? We don't have to talk about any of this crud because now we actually get to see it play out and talk about what's actually happening rather than rather than just guess what's going to happen. And this is a, a beautiful time of year where you've already we've got college football and now we have the NFL. The fat man has come down the chimney. He is wearing red. Uh, he is, but but our our guy is not fat. That is James Steele. He's got a fat beard. I got beard envy. But we will lose him at some uh, many points during the program after kickoff. He's wearing his Travis Kelsey uni. He's got the Chiefs hat on backwards already, which means it's go time, Amber. So it's going to be you, me. Matt Lack, because Steele, he, he gone. I mean, From it's over. From 8.20 p.m. Eastern He's onward, out. James Steele is not partaking in this show. Yeah, no, he will not be participating at all. He will tap out, uh, and then we will just try and keep it out of the ditch. So, But, yeah, you're right. This is, it's a glorious time of year, and this is one where all eyes are on one standalone game. Are, are the Lions for real, and then what can the Chiefs do without Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones, two of our top three players. And I just hedged this game. So I had I got Detroit about a week and a half ago. At six and a half, I bought it to seven. I will never get beaten as an old bookie by that little hook. I can't stand that thing. If I lose by half a point, I will never forgive myself. So I, it ends up costing me money, but I sleep better. So I bought it to seven. Then now it's at four and a half in some books, four. So I have... Lions plus seven, Chiefs minus four, looking for a middle. Why not? Because it's the first game of the year. It's stupid on, on week one, especially because right. I got value with the Lions. I have a little more on the Lions than the Chiefs. I'm not, I'm, I, can't, I didn't truly go all the way on the hedge, but why the hell not on, on the first night of the NFL season? Playing it safe on week one of the NFL season. Ian Fitzsimmons obviously is a betting man. You will get betting advice throughout tonight's show now that – Football is actually here. Ian Fitzsimmons is also going to bring you some betting advice. Professional, collegiate, he does it all. So we will be sprinkling that in throughout Amber and Ian. You can find him at Ian Fitz ESPN. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. The big news, though, as we head into this matchup between the Chiefs and the Lions at 8.20 p.m. Eastern is Travis Kelsey. He is a no-go for the Kansas City Chiefs. We got the word just a couple hours ago. Not surprising to me at all, Ian. I was theorizing. There's no, it's week one. You're not putting him out there. Apparently... He wanted to play. It was going to be an Andy Reid decision, and Andy Reid's playing it safe, as he should. It is week one. Totally agree with you. And we all understand Ed Werder's report that Kelsey was really pushing to get out there, but it's a hyperextension slash bone bruise in that knee. I'm with you. This this is a no-brainer. Travis, 
We're going to try and keep, take care of the uh, detois without you. Uh, you know, just street clothes, get the earpiece in, and we'll get this one done for you. So they got a great offensive line. I mean, look, I mean, you know, with Creed, Creed Humphrey to me is one of my favorite players in football. I covered him a lot at Oklahoma. This dude's just corn fed, country strong, and mean as a rattlesnake. You know, they, he anchors that offensive line. Trey Smith, Juwan Taylor, they are going, they will protect Patrick Mahomes with a, a younger receiving core with the guys like Sky Moore in there. Uh, and he doesn't have his whoopee, obviously, in, in Kelsey. But I, I do believe that Kansas City wins this game. I think Detroit covers a seven. James Steele might have a couple palpitations throughout the evening. Uh, but overall, I do expect – well, it's like Peyton Manning said earlier today on McAfee show. When you're hoisting banners, you don't lose that game. That's a, that's a no-lose, cannot-lose type atmosphere. They're hoisting banners tonight. I expect the Chiefs to take care of business. I also expect the Chiefs will be able to get this done, even though Travis Kelsey is a no-go. You mentioned some of those other pass catchers there that Patrick Mahomes is going to have to focus on. In terms of tight ends, they have Noah Gray. They have Blake Bell. Gray caught 28 passes, had a touchdown last season for them. Bell missed most of that year because of a hip flexor injury, but he has had 60 catches, one touchdown, in NFL seasons, five different teams. He's a journeyman in the NFL. Those guys are going to have to step up in place of Travis Kelsey to some extent, but it comes down to everybody else on that team, and they should be able to beat this Detroit team, an ascending Detroit team, though, Ian, a Detroit team that a whole lot of people are very high on, and one that... Did well the second half of last season. Started slow, and we know that's the thing with Dan Campbell, right, is his Lions teams have started slow. They cannot start this season slow if they want to live up to the expectations, and there are some real expectations now, I think, on the shoulders of this Detroit team. You have to try to capitalize on this moment where the Chiefs are missing Chris Jones, they're missing Travis Kelsey. I'm just not going to bet against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. No, and and – I did with the points, but well, I you did, you, but you but, hedged. But, but I, I did was, hedge it. Not as much. I'm still more of a Lions fan tonight than the Chiefs. But this Lions of team, man, they've got talent. You know, uh, look at the offensive side. You know, with Penny Sewell and Ragnall on the offensive line. You know, you you've got depth at running back with David Montgomery. And I'm telling you, if you're a fantasy football freak, Jameer Gibbs, the rookie out of Alabama, you're going to see him lined up at tailgate in the slot out wide. He is a remarkable just tool to have in your tool in your toolbox. You can put him anywhere, and he is electrifying. Will Anderson, when we were at SEC Media Days last year, no, it was actually after SEC Media Days. It was the first time we had Bama, which I think was the Arkansas game, Amber. And I said, "Tell me about Gibbs." And he goes, "Man, let me tell you something. You know, the first practice, and we faced some damn good line uh, running backs around here." He's just different. I had a bead on him. It was our first co- first full contact practice, and I'm going. I'm gonna light this Georgia Tech transfer up, and it was like, where'd he go? That that's how electrifying this young man is. So that that's on the offensive side and on the defensive side. The rookie out of Iowa, Jack Campbell, is a sideline to sideline Mike linebacker. You know, and then you got Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, he's on the all-hug team for, for many reasons, if not alone just singing Billie Jean and Milk and Cookies to entertain <laughs> the vets, right, as a rookie. But this Lions squad, they're hell-bent. They're ready to come in and, and knock off the champs. And I think we're in for a, one heck of an entertaining game tonight. 
Hutchinson became the first NFL player and I have nine and a half sacks, three interceptions in a season since Richard Dent did it in 1990. Wow. I didn't so know that. Yeah. Wow. So certainly some good talent there on that team. But it is the Kansas City Chiefs that will be trying to win their ninth straight week one game as they host the Lions. Again, 8.20 p.m. kickoff. We will keep you updated all throughout Amber and Ian on that game and all of the action. Plus, we will look ahead next to the rest of week one. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. One of the NFL is upon us. Our long national nightmare is over. Our footballless lives it all resumes tonight, 8.20 p.m. kickoff between the Lions and the Chiefs. We will keep you updated on that game. We also will talk about the other games coming up in week one of the NFL. And don't you worry, we'll get into college ball on tonight's show as well. Amber and Ian is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. But Ian Fitzsimmons, like when I did the show with Joe Fortenbaugh, Ian Fitzsimmons is a betting man. And we wanted to make sure that we kept some of that juice in this time slot to bring you the advice. So let's get to it. Bet till your hands bleed. NFL play number one. You never bet with your heart, folks. That's the best advice I can ever give you. Just because it's your team playing and you want to bet them, never, ever, ever bet with your heart. And this one's going to sting, and I hope he's not listening. Carolina at Atlanta. My brother coaches for the Carolina Panthers. Lil bro, sorry, man. The last 14 quarterbacks taken number one overall against the spread, 1-13. and 13. Give me Atlanta, minus 3.5, buy it down to 3. Never get beat by that little hook hanging up there above the number. Give me the Falcons minus three. And I also lean, Amber, under 39 and a half, buy it up to 40 because that Carolina defense is pretty stout with Shaq Thompson and Derrick Brown as the anchor in the middle. Atlanta minus the three, play number one. That's your hands bleed. What is your brother's name? 
He goes by Fitz in football circles. Okay, it's so a James Fitz. Franklin thing when he was James Franklin's GA at Kansas State. He does not go by his government name of Devin. It is Fitz. All right, Fitz. If you're listening, then stop listening because you've got a game to prepare for at 1 o'clock Eastern <laughs> on Sunday to make your big bro here eat his words. We will see who ends up winning that battle, whether listening. it is big bro or little bro. We always love when you join the conversation here on Amber and Ian. Triple eight, say ESPN. That's how Alex called us. Alex is in Hawaii. Hey, Alex, go ahead. Oh, okay. Thank you for doing call. So I had some uh, interesting things uh, I was thinking about while you guys were talking about this game between um, uh, the Chiefs and Detroit, uh, uh, the Chiefs. Um, uh, you know how, uh, you know, Andy, he, he deserves all the accolades that he got. He's a football guru. He's, uh, he, you know, he's, he's well-established. But I was just wondering if, you know, how uh, the new blood of Eric Bannemi how much, uh, how instrumental was he in that offense uh, while he was there? Um, and we're going to see, uh, for me, myself, is uh, can Andy sustain what was uh, reproduced over the last two, three years at, at um, uh, for the Chiefs uh, without the enemy there? And uh, he can reestablish himself as the guru or uh, tagging off of the, the younger generation, the enemy and the younger mind. Thanks for the call, Alex. It is interesting, Ian, because when we talk about Eric Bieniemy, we normally talk about his departure from Andy Reid as being Eric Bieniemy focused, right? It's it's Bieniemy needs to prove himself to us. It's how much, and, and not us, not me. I already believe in Eric Bieniemy, but you know, in terms of getting out from under that Andy Reid umbrella and being able to shine aside from that and separate himself, we rarely ever talk about the Andy Reid portion of this conversation where he is losing that OC. And will that matter? We all sort of just assume that the Chiefs aren't going to miss a beat with Bieniemy while simultaneously talking about how great Bieniemy was as a coordinator. And Alex has a point. Those two things may not coexist. Well, when he lost Matt Nagy, that was part of the conversation, right? And you bring up Eric Bieniemy, but Eric Bieniemy wasn't calling plays. Andy Reid is. Right. So they didn't miss a beat. Now Eric Bieniemy is gone. Who do you bring back? Matt Nagy, right? Mm-hmm. And Andy Reid's still going to call plays. So I don't think they miss a beat. And I'm pulling for Eric Bieniemy, you know, in, in Washington. But, I mean, it, this is Andy Reid's offense. Andy Reid's the one calling the plays and dialing up everything. So, I don't think – when it comes to, off, you know, the offensive play calling and the style, you're, you're, it's, you're not going to see anything different at all. Especially right. when you have a guy wearing 15, slinging it. You could call plays. He might check it at the line of scrimmage, but you could be calling <laughs> plays. Audible, and that, but I going to be just fine. <laughs> blue 22. Blue 22. All <laughs> please right, cut so that. Lift that, of, please. Thank you. <laughs> lots of week one action coming our way. So it starts tonight at 820 between the Lions and the Chiefs. But, man, do we have some games in the NFL this weekend. So I want to take a look ahead at some of these matchups because it was really hard. You asked me off air, hey, what are the two games that you're interested most in the NFL? And it was hard for me to only choose two because, boy, are there storylines. Even the games, even the matchups of the lesser teams, there are storylines all over the place in week one. But if I made you choose two, what are the two? I'm going to go way off the radar because I think I know what to expect from teams like the Giants and the Cowboys. And, and I, you know, being based in Dallas, I'm, I'm around that team a lot. So I'm, I'm going to go you know, not with those marquee-type primetime matchups. Philadelphia at New England. Super Bowl hangover. When you're that close, it is so hard to return to the Super Bowl. 
Last time we saw it, New England in 1819. Before that, you have to go all the way back to the early 90s with the Buffalo Bills and the four fail. I mean, that it is hard when you lose a Super Bowl to get back again. So the attitude of the Eagles and Bill O'Brien returning to New England as an offensive coordinator, Mac Jones finally has a true play caller again. He had it his rookie year, didn't have it last year. I am fascinated to see how Bill O'Brien fixes that offense led by Mac Jones. That matchup does nothing for me because the Patriots generally do nothing for me. I mean, I agree that there are some interesting storylines and certainly watching how Bill O'Brien is ending up with that system, ending up working out with Mac Jones, whether Mac Jones can look more like Mac Jones, rookie year Mac Jones now that he has a real OC in place. All of that's interesting about the Patriots, but generally I still think they're going to be a mediocre team at best. They're obviously in a stacked division and the Eagles are coming off of a Super Bowl appearance. So that matchup doesn't do a ton for me. I think I would go Dolphins Chargers and I know that sounds like such a homer pick for me because I am a Dolphins fan but I do think it'll be really interesting to see since we are talking about new coordinators how Vic Fangio looks now in that with that Dolphins defense going up against Justin Herbert I think that we'll be able to tell a lot and then what Tua looks like is he falling differently because of jujitsu it looked like it in the very limited amount that we saw him in the preseason it looked like it was actually working so so, of course, there are storylines all over the place for both of these teams. And then for the Chargers, seeing what it looks like now that Kellen Mill Moore is the OC there. So I think that's a really, really interesting matchup because both of those teams have had significant changes on that staff. Another one for me, non-primetime game, Sam Fran at Pittsburgh. A lot of Brock Purdy hate out there, right? Well, mm-hmm. Mr. Irrelevant might shut some folks up against a stout Pittsburgh defense. Mike Tomlin never had a losing season. And think about this. He also has a Lombardi. He's never been coach of the year. How have you gone that long without a losing season and never been the NFL's coach of the year? That's remarkable to me. But it really is. You know, Pittsburgh, you know they're going to line up and knock the snot out of you. Najee Harris is a just a stout playmaking running back. And I'm expecting Kenny I, – I can't wait to see the development of Kenny Pickett also. So it's Brock Purdy – trying to shut a lot of people up against one of the best defenses on paper coming into week one on the road against that renegade, rowdy defense and crowd. I've done a lot of games there, and when they crank up renegade, the the fillings in your teeth start to come loose. It's a collegiate-type atmosphere. I can't wait to see San Francisco at Pittsburgh. Now, the obvious one here is Bill's Jets on yeah, Monday Night that's Football. that's why I went so neither of time. us are, are going there. And frankly, Cowboys-Giants, I think, is an obvious one as well. I know you mentioned it briefly. So I'm not going to go there either. Uh, applying your strategy of going for the teams that don't have those levels of expectations. Packers-Bears, I think, will be oh, that's in, a good interesting. One. Obviously, a huge rivalry between those two teams. What is that rivalry going to look like now with Jordan Love at the helm? What is it going to look like with Justin Fields from Chicago side? He actually has weapons. That team has improved, even though it's still going to be a lowly team overall expectation-wise. Bengals-Browns? Yes. That one interests Deshaun me Watson, as well. Full Deshaun Watson, full offseason. Got, you know, got his feet wet last year. Joe Burrow's calf. All that good stuff. Yeah. And I, do you I, remember, not- Amber, do you remember a week one where almost every game has an interesting storyline? No. This is the most exciting and maybe am I just living in the moment like this feels like the most exciting week one we've had in ages in the NFL every game totally agree I could even make Cardinals commanders interesting if you wanted me to (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe no, not every game. Lines. Maybe Come not on. every game. Right? Oh, what's he gonna look like? I mean, there's some storylines. There it is. You got Sammy Howell. What's You're he right. Look like go. watching the Cardinals tank. Oh, Coming up Dobbs. next here on Amber and Ian. Are the Chiefs in trouble tonight without Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones? More on that coming up next. ESPN Radio is on ESPN, the app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We've got football, baby. It is here. We do not have to wait any longer. In just under an hour now, Lions Chiefs, they are going to get week one started for us, and we will continue to keep you updated on all of the live action throughout Amber and Ian tonight. Amber and Ian is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. For all things week one in the NFL, let's bring in Damian Woody, ESPN NFL analyst. And Damian, thanks so much for your time No Travis Kelsey in this one. We know that Chris Jones wasn't going to be in this game. Are the Chiefs actually in trouble tonight? Well, it's it's going to be a tall order, let's just say that. I mean, you're talking about two critical calls on both sides of the ball. We know the greatness of both of those players. And and, uh, anytime you're missing players that, you know, difference makers like that on on either side, um, it, it just makes it easier for the opposition, especially for game plan purposes. So, Listen, I know we got Superman out there, number 15, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, but even Superman needs some help sometimes. So this is going to be a this is going to be a tall tall task for the Kansas City Chiefs in my opinion. When you're going up against a guy like Chris Jones who obviously as you mentioned won't be out there tonight, still wanting that long-term deal, how filthy do you get as an offensive lineman? I mean, how deep into your bag of cheap tricks are you digging? Oh, I'm Ian. I'm licking my chops right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm Detroit Lions offensive line. I mean, listen, Detroit came in. They have one of the top offensive lines in football anyway. So it was going to be a even if Chris Jones played, it still was going to be a problem because Detroit's offensive line is that good. But now you you know now that he's not there, they don't have a difference maker in their front seven uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. So. Um, you know, this is a man. This is a big, big coup for for the uh, for the Detroit Lions. And listen, K 
Kansas City have known for a while that they, you know, this this possibility could, you know, could happen. So they've had time to kind of adjust their game plan, you know, without Chris Jones. But even still, I mean, going against the Detroit Lions offense, who, by the way, last year, the last eight games, they scored more points than the Kansas City Chiefs. That's the type of offense that this Chiefs defense is going up against. Damian Woody joining us. And Damian, you mentioned there for the Lions the last eight games because you're not going to mention the beginning of the season for Detroit because they started off very slow, which has kind of been a theme here under Dan Campbell. So Dan Orlovsky called this a must win for Detroit. Do you agree? No, I don't. No, <clears throat> Listen, it's, no, I wouldn't call any week one game must win. I mean, I'm there's, with you. there's literally 17 games. But I think what, I think what you want to do is you want set to a, set a tone for the season. And I think, to me, that's the kind of way I think about these type of games, where if you're Dan Campbell, you want to set the tone. There's a lot of high expectations for the Lions. You go out here, you win on the road against the defending world champions. That's a tone setter for 2023. Damian, let's just take us out onto the field, you know, back to your playing days. What's this moment like, first game of, the, of whatever campaign, you know, this one obviously 2023. What's this moment like for you guys? Well, listen, I, I I was, you know, I've been there where, you know, you're coming off a, a Super Bowl, you know, coming off a Super Bowl the prior year, and you're watching that banner drop. Man, it's it's a, it's a magical moment. Magical moment. I, I remember in my Patriots days, we, you know, we won, uh, we won a Super Bowl, I think it was in 2001, 2002. We opened up the season against the Pittsburgh Steelers at home, watching that banner drop, and we just went and just demolished the Steelers. In that in that home opener, man, it's just it's nothing like it, man. Opening when you're the opening act for the NFL season, it's just goosebumps. Hell, I got goosebumps right now, and I'm not playing. <laughs> ESPN NFL analyst Damian Woody joining us here on Amber and Ian. I have goosebumps right now, and I've never played Damian. That's how excited I am about the NFL being back. There's a lot of great matchups in week one. I mean, even the lesser teams are some really interesting matchups amongst them. If I made you choose the most interesting matchup to you, not including tonight, but as we look ahead here moving forward, what would be the most interesting matchup this weekend? Oh, oh. It is so hard. There's so many juicy matchups. But I'm going to go Monday Night Football. Okay, you got the four-time league MVP Aaron Rodgers coming over to the Jets. Okay, we see all the see all the hype around the Jets. And then you open up the week against the bullies in the division, the Buffalo Bills. The team has won the AFC East three years in a row. Like, what better way to kind of get this thing started if you're the Jets than – you know, having you got Aaron Rodgers going up against Josh Allen on Monday Night Football, I, I, I love it. I love that matchup. Yeah, what's a what's a player? Like if you if you had to sit down right now and watch one guy that's not a quarterback in Week One just to see if you were right about what you think you might see this year from him, who would that guy be? Wow, man! Um, you said not a quarterback. You can go quarterback if you're mentioning Brock Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> That's one guy that I'm really interested yeah, in seeing. Go ahead. Go Brock ahead. Purdy, yeah, you know, coming off that, that elbow surgery, I'm really interested to see him, and I'm also interested to see Tua. Tua is playing playing for his job. He's playing for a big-time contract. If he stays healthy, 
watch out. Miami is going to make noise because they got a four-by-one track team on offense. Damian Woody joining us here on Amber and Ian. What's the team here in week one that you think needs to make the biggest statement out of the gate? That needs to make the biggest statement out of the gate? Man, um, that's a great question. How about how about the Pittsburgh Steelers? Come on, Pittsburgh has a Pittsburgh has a great opportunity. I'm bullish on the Steelers this year. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to surprise a lot of people. They got a great opportunity against the 49ers at home in Heinz Field. Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick. Boy, like they could. They, you talk about making a statement. They could make a statement week one right out of the gate. I need you to answer this question, speaking of statements. Amber is about to head to Vegas tomorrow morning. And I just asked her, you know, her son and, and husband, they're gone. And she has the house to herself for a good night's sleep. And I asked her in our pre-show meeting, Damien, I said, do you, do you stretch the liver and, like, you know, have a, maybe a couple martinis? Maybe it's from the vine, you know, just to get ready for the weekend? She goes, no, nope, it's rest. So when you're going to Vegas – the night before, is it like a good stretch for a game? Do you give the liver a little warning about what's about to happen, or do you rest? No, I'm resting. Then I'm then I'm jumping all in. <laughs> I'm doing like I'm literally like cannonballing all in when I get to Vegas. So I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna rest up. It's like pregame. It's like pregame. You know, you got you want to get your mind right, get your rest, and then once it's game time, you just ready to unload, baby. See, that's the strategy I'm employing tonight. I feel like that's the proper strategy, Ian. Maybe tomorrow when I'm on the plane, I'll consider starting to to dabble in it. That's when you're getting taped up right before you go get padded up, right, Damien? That's 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 you putting <laughs> on the tape, right? I mean, Maybe that's the time, but not tonight. Tonight <laughs> yeah, is too see, soon. You know, like for me, it's, it, it'd be the equivalent of, you know, as an athlete, you don't want to drink sodas before you, you know, go play a game. Then you get cramped up. You know, you want to make sure you hydrate. And then once you get there, you you, you can last. You you good to go. I like it. By the way, what the had the Salukis? By the way, you're what, what the Salukis of Northern Illinois? Man, the, the, guys, it's been great talking to you. It's just been great. <laughs> man, I'm still sick about that game. Oh, man, we will Didn't let you mean to bring it up, but I brought that- it up. Right, That's man. not even oh. nice what Ian just did. ESPN NFL analyst Damian Woody. Thanks, Damian. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. See you. Coming up next The only next reason I did it because I'm very far away from that man. He can't get his yes. hands on me right now. With, with the Northern Illinois in overtime beating his beloved Boston College, not so Golden Eagles. Ugh, that is a, a dirty move that you just pulled. Coming All up right. next here on Amber and Ian. Today was Aaron Rodgers Thursday on ESPN. So guess what? We're talking about Aaron Rodgers. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. 
Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I loosened up pretty good when I got the ovation when I took the field. That was a special moment. You know, have that kind of support, taking the field for that TV timeout. Uh, pretty special. He came there for a reason. He didn't come there just to play quarterback and play his remaining years out. He wants to win. I'm excited for him. He'll be invigorated. Looks like he's having a good time up to this year. I know he's been engaged in offseason, which is always great, and, you know, really trying to connect with his teammates. So I'm excited to see what he does. They actually have a, they have a really good team, and I think he's going to have a great year. The Pat McAfee show debuted today on ESPN, 12 to 2 Eastern on YouTube, 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern. I think I have all of that right. And so with the debut of Pat McAfee, what do you do to make a splash on ESPN? You bring in Aaron Rodgers because ESPN loves to talk about Aaron Rodgers. It's practically all we do. Save us. Uh, So we're going to talk more about Aaron Rodgers and his appearance on Pat McAfee. But first, Ian Fitzsimmons has the betting advice. Let's get to it. On, Bet till your hands bleed. Amber, this time we're going to the college gridiron, and we're going with one where I am on an island, I do believe, all by my lonesome. I mean, I'm like damn Jack Sparrow looking for a bottle of rum. Give me the Nebraska Cornhuskers only catching three against primetime Deion Sanders, Shador Sanders, Travis Hunter, Dylan Edwards, and everybody that's bathing all over and rejoicing with the Colorado Buffaloes. Speaking of bathing, they've been bathing in their own Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. And I think Matt Rule's guys come in hell-bent, especially off a late loss where they had a lead against Minnesota at Minnesota. They blew it. They lose 13 to 10, and they're only catching three, and the entire country is talking about the Colorado Buffaloes. Now, this is this is this one just stinks. Vegas is begging you to take the Colorado Buffaloes. I'm not biting that cheese. I'm staying away from the candy. Give me Nebraska plus the three. Bet till your hands bleed. Wow, there you have it. So we will be talking more about that matchup a little bit later here on Amber and Ian. We will get to some of the matchups around the world of college football for week two, but in the NFL, it is in fact week one. And part of week one was the debut of the Pat McAfee show, Aaron Rodgers. He stopped by the show. Here is the Jets quarterback from Pat McAfee. No, it's been better. It's been better. I mean, I didn't know if we would have hard knocks. I knew they wanted us, but I thought they were, we were going to shut it down. I'm actually glad they didn't because I had a great experience with it. I think the guys did too, but it's been better. It's been great working with Hack again and Todd Downing and Rob Calabrese in my room and Robert Salas, an awesome, uh, awesome guy to go to work with every single day. Guys are great, good young team, but good veteran leadership as well. It's been, been a lot of fun, man. And, and hey, we got football tonight and then uh, this week. So that was Aaron Rodgers saying that the Jets' experience has been better than he even imagined it would be. I mean, it's a theme. All, all we've heard since he joined the Jets is, is how amazing everything is. And we'll see. We're about to get to actually see how it plays out on the field. And boy, do they have a week one matchup right out of the gate against division rival Buffalo. That game, of course, on Monday night football. Are you surprised he said it was better than he expected? No, I mean, because he's, he's, he just seems like a different guy. You know, now that he's out of Green Bay and he's in, you know, 
primetime, the big city of New York. Even though he's on the other team in New York, he has made the Jets more relevant than they've been since probably Joe Namath. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, even when Bill Parcells was the head coach, they weren't talked about like this. You know, they have a Super Bowl caliber defense. The big question is the offensive line, but I'm not surprised that he was, you know, singing you know everything kumbaya when it comes to uh, this football team. He's he's happier than a pig and slop right now, and he got some of his guys to be able to come with him. He, you know, he was able to tell not not ask but tell the Jets Randall Cobb will be here. You know, guys like that. You know, they, yeah, there's certain guys that I'm I want on this team, and they said they acquiesced. Said yeah, sure, Aaron, whatever you want. What kind of sandwiches do you want served for lunch? You know, do you want sandwiches? Are you a vegan? I mean, whatever you need, we'll do. And so, of course, he's going to be extremely happy and singing all the praises of the New York Jets. He is not a vegan, but he does not eat carbs, uh, including fruit, if you wanted to know more about Aaron Rodgers' diet. When was the last time you had a piece of bread? We have a a very, very similar diet. That's why I know I'm being serious. Do you remember the last time? Like actually ate a piece of, like sat down and ate like an actual piece of bread? No, or or like just a a turkey sandwich or or, or whatever. Oh, the look you just gave me was like, (laughs) I I just called you a word that's a no-no with umpires. Well, for example, I was in the Delta Sky Lounge yesterday, and I did pick up a sandwich, and then I ate the inner contents of the sandwich and threw away both pieces of bread, which is how I consume sandwiches. The actual bread being part of the sandwich, it has been a long time. It's not a sandwich. Well, it's... It's my no, version the of the sandwich. What, what about I mean, tur- you can wrap it. Like, turkey. if I go to Jimmy John's and you can get it with, like, the unwitch with the lettuce. Spectacular idea. What about or a when tortilla? when we go to restaurants, or, like, I just ate. I just ate a burger, you know, but it was just the burger. So what about a tortilla? Was when was the there. last time you had, like, a, an actual tortilla? Like, a wrap? Um, or taco? Um, you live in Miami. Or you're outside so, of Miami. Well, here's the thing. I I do like my fajitas are one of my favorite things on planet Earth. Are you putting them in a tortilla? So I used to. Those were good days. But no, I haven't lately. <laughs> I do. So I normally like if I go to a Mexican restaurant, I'll still order. Day? What about I'll cheat order day? the fajitas and then I'll take a bite of the tortilla. I do sometimes cheat. You know, I did have part of a chocolate bar in Connecticut. Part? Yeah. And then I swear to God, I swear I woke up this morning and I was like, oh, my God, I'm 10 pounds fatter from that stupid chocolate right, bar. Why so did I eat that thing? James Steele's dying away in here. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just don't Steel understand man. her. This sounds like such a miserable existence. I do. Eat. I mean, I don't want to make it sound like I never do anything. Off I script, you never do anything like that. I mean, I have bites here and there. Stuff. Uh, that's oh, not that's nothing. That's, that's not living. I, mean, I looked it, at the cake that ESPN gave us. For the relationship like with Good Karma and the launch. Anytime the, I walked past I didn't the cake, I it. took a piece. I didn't touch it, but I looked at it. It looked just, really good. I was good. thinking about the cake today. I was like, James wrapped the piece still in his back the, pocket. Yeah, I was, I was wondering <laughs> if there's still any down in the in the conference room. Right. Left <laughs> over down there. I have completely derailed this from a, from a hardcore, like, you know, let's talk some football. But I, I, I just have to just get this out for one second. Uh-huh. So I'm on the call of a Colts game years ago with Jeff Saturday. And this is a, a year and a half, two years after he retired. And he, he dropped you know, like about 100 pounds. I mean, he was about 240. I mean, you know, he had one chin. I mean, it, it's, I was envious. And I asked him, how, how do you do it? He goes, I'll work out five days a week. I'll take one day off. But I got to have a cheat day. And cheat day is Sunday. And it's, I mean, I'm getting back down. That's where I got the term three-point stance to go eat. He goes, I got, I'm getting down here at three-point stance and I'm firing off. I mean, it's. 
it's bacon, egg, sausage in the morning. And then at lunch, it's a cheeseburger. And then, you know, with you know, dessert. And then at night, I mean, it's going to be just, just get after it. So you don't have even a cheat meal. He has a cheat a day. Cheat, right. I don't have a cheat day. Well, I just feel like at this point, and I, it's a little easier for men. Okay. But yeah, like I just don't feel like at this point, I don't want to give myself a whole day. I don't, I don't even give myself a full meal. I have cheat moments. Like I said, like I'll eat part, you know, like chocolate's my vice, right? I have alcohol. I drink alcohol. Obviously, that's not good if you're trying to be healthy all the time. It's not like I live perfect over here. But I used to be, Ian, psycho in my 20s. I mean, there was periods of my life. I was a personal trainer in between broadcasting gigs. And James knows this story. There was periods of my life when I was single and young that I would show up on dates with food in a Tupperware container. What? it was so stupid. It was so stupid. I wouldn't do that now. I would never do that now. If I saw a date walking in and it, and we're going to dinner, uh, and all of a sudden she breaks out of her purse some so Tupperware extra. with some celery and carrots. And it was edamame. It was edamame. Very De-shelled edamame mixed with... Uh, Feta and red pepper flakes. I'm ordering a shot of Don Julio 1942. I'm slamming it. I'm, I'm getting a check and I'm walking out. It's not even food at that point. Like, what I mean, is that? I would it's run so fast thinking that this woman has got a machete in there also, and I might end up dead. It was, could- not, it was not my best foot forward, but damn, did I look good. <laughs> oh Those were the days. <laughs> Can you imagine, but it wasn't folks, my best foot forward. Date, I'm a little bit more fun now. <laughs> your first date shows up to dinner, and she brought it in her purse in some Tupperware. Well, Here's your fish and edamame. <laughs> so now I'll actually order food from the restaurant. See? Oh, I know evolved. how to live. I've relaxed. <laughs> I've settled down a little. Now, what I'm ordering from the carbs. restaurant is still like a salad with grilled chicken on top of it. But, you know, I'm there. And That's I'll partake. Right. I'm going to get you to have a cheap meal once a week. That's my goal over the next year. Is to get my me- version of a cheap meal is pizza because it's my favorite food. Love it. And we do have pizza around here often. Let me guess. You're not eating the, the, the crust. <laughs> Let me guess. <laughs> James is losing exactly. his mind right now on the Zoom because he knows not even, right That's now. not my cheating. <laughs> I just eat the topping. I just eat the cheese and the toppings off the pizza with the, with the tomato sauce. It... it, it it does the trick. It I'm praying you, for you. It makes you feel like you're like you're Prayers really does it, Amber and her palate. Doesn't really. <laughs> Coming up next here on Amber and Amber Ian, we're going to get back to actual football. Less about my diet, more about the NFL.